Hello and welcome to another episode of For Evans Sake with me, your host, Ni Odate Evans, alongside Nana Evans. How you doing, Nana? I am good. How's your week been? It has been okay. Mm -hmm. I've had an alright week, lots of work. Other than that, yeah. Cool. It's been about um, black outrage this week. It's official, it's like it's a commodity. And people are trading on it. Yes, um, definitely. Notably this week, Liam Neeson and then Gucci. And um, I, I have to admit, I haven't actually delved into the Gucci I, one. Uh, I, I, I skimmed over and was like, ugh. Again. Yeah, the Gucci one didn't really, um, I wasn't really invested in it. I was just like, this is this is folly. I got a little bit invested in the, the Liam Neeson stuff. Yeah, you do. You do. I can't help it. I can't well, help it. Well, yeah. We keep on having this discussion. I know, I, tell you, I know, you I know. You have to protect your vibrations and your psyche and but you, know, you want to go in there. People say stuff and they need to get checked. But they're not saying it to your face. No. It's online. I, it's, it's, it's real because it's a, it's a real human being that typed it. So okay. as far as I'm concerned, it's real. <laughs> we, don't, and, we don't actually have to get into okay, it now. We're not, either. we're not. I'm just saying, I'm just saying it was. I, what I really feel though is that we and like I said, I fell foul this week, mm. but I feel like there needs to be a code of conduct when this sort of thing happens, and we all just agree. Like, <laughs> we all agree. <laughs> we all agree that what we're gonna do when these types of things happen, like another piece comes out online, we agree that we're not gonna share it, we're not gonna add to the noise online, and we're just actually gonna report it. We're gonna block whatever source it is, and then also do a Spike Lee. Spike Lee's um, we, he, he's come and said like. It's a it's a boycott of Gucci and all that, stuff. and I just think it just needs to be very. We don't need to talk about it. Like this is what we do. Um, okay. So it's it's just me and you again today. It's just us. Um, we should have a a new uh, kind of jingle for the just us. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Um. Well, you know, actually, I'm glad you said that. Mm. Um, shout out to man like Nana K. Yeah. Um, and this is just kind of indicative oh, of. Yes. of the type of love and support that we've been getting and yeah really want to take this opportunity to say thank you very much so um, Nana K was like I really want to support you guys in any way that I can and he sent us some music that we could use yeah so oh and there was that one that I really loved that yeah kept on ringing in my head so we, we could probably use that for just us yeah um so yeah thank you and thank you to everybody else that has especially after um Yes, uh, we uh, need to talk about fertility. Yeah, that, that's um, been a great response. We've I was so many people get in contact. Really humbled by the amount of people getting in contact and people kind of sharing their stories in terms of similar things that they've been through. Mm. Um, so that that was quite amazing. So yeah, thank yes. you very much. Yeah. Um, and we will do a a, a blog accompanying yes, that. Yeah, um, maybe a part two. Mm-hmm. Just one of the biggest kind of consistent feedback yeah. was can you tell us what specifically you was using dosages you got you got to find the you got to get I, the I've, notes. I've I've looked back I've looked back now have I you got it kind of read it yeah I I don't have it today no but, but you you've got yeah, it yeah, okay yeah, brilliant yeah, so yeah, yeah so, so we, we can, can do, do that. that we can do that um so i guess it kind of makes sense to pick up um from where we left and that was you know us realizing we're pregnant. We're pregnant. Um, and by the by, the pregnancy was... I had a good pregnancy. Yeah. It was going really well. Until, I wasn't sick. Until June. 
Yeah, I didn't have any morning sickness. Just kind of felt nauseous. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't crazy. A little bit of tiredness for the first 12 weeks to be expected. Um, But other than that, I was absolutely fine. So, yeah, everything was going well. The daily routine with little Bubba, uh, yeah. who at that time... Did we have a name? No, we just called him Junior. Yeah. Um, I would I would um, lie down, so it'd be always in the mornings before getting up, and we would play together. So I'd prod my belly, and who is now Akai, would kick back or move a little bit, and that was our kind of morning ritual. We would just have a little play, mm-hmm. and he would move about. So we get to June... Like the fifth, the fifth, yeah, because it was after, after your, my birthday. Yeah, straight after your birthday. So yeah, we it was my birthday. Um, we had a few people round to my mum's, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and then so yeah, and it was nice. It, you know, we you know it was cool, it was chilling, and you know you're just like thinking that you know, especially after everything that we had been through. For me, even when I look back, there's there's a particular picture on my Instagram page, and whenever I see it, I'm like, it really takes me back to that moment and that was like a real moment of joy because it's just like you have like all the family around you friends around you and 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 this child is on the way this child that you know we really you know we really struggled to get to this point so it's like I see that picture and I'm like yeah this this is really cool um so yeah so we had this we had this party at the house Mm -hmm. um and then we went home yeah and I remember at the time I didn't have a car but the next morning, I don't know if you remember, I was um, due to go and pick up my cousin's car, um, which had oh, been, so yes. my cousin at the time had been living in Ghana for years um, and he had a car sitting on his drive that hadn't moved in months. So he was like, if you can get it moving, you can use it. So I yeah. was like, cool. So next morning I'm up, you know, and I know a lot of, of guys will like, attest to this this kind of thing of like where you're just on one where like this child is on the way and you're yeah. just like right I'm gonna do everything get everything yeah, no, done I remember because it's like we were totally in the last eight weeks mm-hmm. and that was quite a big focal point because June is always busy because it's birthday month before then six weeks before we had just had our wedding mm-hmm. so it was like we'd <laughs> That's just gone another podcast exactly we'd we- just got over the wedding We've gone into June Wait, the birthday month. Yeah, we have to let the people know that the wedding that was organised in four and a half weeks. I think it was more five, six, but okay, let's uh, get uh, four and a half let's weeks. Let's say five split hairs. Okay, five weeks we did the wedding. But anyway, so six weeks later, we go into the birthday birthday month marathon of birthday after birthday after birthday and our anniversary. And it was the calm, like, okay, we've got eight weeks left. Now let's start shopping, let's start preparing for the baby in the last eight weeks. That was to be the course of June. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, so we get to the day after when you're picking up the car. Yeah, so I get up, I'm out the house, I go um, get the car, we get it on the back of the the recovery truck and it gets sent to um, the mechanic. The mechanic. And I'm home in time for us to go to the, um, whatchamacallit, we had a hospital appointment. Oh, yes, we did. Yeah. yeah so you've forgotten all about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we had a, a hospital appointment that morning. So like I said, I was up early, sorted this car out, came back. 
And I just knew the moment that I walked into the flat. So you were sitting on that ball and you weren't ready, which was normal. Um, still is normal. Um, but I just, I was just like, nah, I don't know what it is, but I feel uncomfortable. Uh, just, just not right. So and then I come in, I'm like, you know, what's up? Um, and I actually think you were like actually not wearing any clothes. And so that was also like another, like, why is she not, why does she not have any clothes on? I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're just adding in shit. That didn't happen. I don't even think I was on the ball. You were on the ball. I was like, okay, how I remember it. Mm -hmm. I was in bed still and I didn't feel well. Mm -hmm. So I woke up. I wasn't feeling very well, but we had our morning ritual. So I still continued to prod the belly Mm -hmm. and I was getting no response Mm -hmm. from Okai. Mm -hmm. But I was also feeling quite sick as well. Mm -hmm. So for more than anything, I'm actually probably really sick. And I I wasn't worried about him. It was more like, I'm really sick. I have no energy and we have to go to the doctors for this appointment. So I, I don't remember the extra added layers that you've added on other than I well, remember I, still being know, like, in bed. I like to paint a, vi- a vivid picture. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, maybe I just generally think of you with no clothes on. <laughs> but that's for another time. Um, so anyway, I come in and you're like, you're not well. Obviously, you, you explain all of that to me and I'm like, all right, well, cool. Well, let's just get on the road. Um, yeah. That's it. I was borrowing a car at the time. It was that green focus. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, let's just get on the road. Um, let's get to the appointment and then whatever it is we can tell the the doctors and and take it from there so finally nana gets ready we get in the car we're driving along we're about 10 minutes from the hospital and she's just like pull over i pull over and she's sick on the roadside so i'm like okay cool trying not to get panicky yeah but obviously this isn't cool (laughs) this isn't this isn't cool you know, and I remember like for the next like week or so, always just saying to God, can I catch a break? Like, <laughs> can you just allow me? So you're sick, you finish up and we're on our way to the hospital and obviously foot down a little bit more. In that short space of time, you deteriorated yeah, like so fast, so rapidly. And I'm driving this car, looking at you, just thinking, I... I, I, I feel like I'm going to lose it because this this cannot be life. Like, this really cannot be life. Like I said, going from being at my mum's, celebrating my birthday, looking at everybody around us thinking, yeah, man, this is like 24 hours later. Yeah. So anyway, we pull up to the hospital, get Nana inside. And at this point, you're burning up, you're swelling up. Yeah, yeah, I was shaking. Shaking, all of that. It Couldn't was, really talk. Which just like, how do you feel? Yeah. <laughs> even, yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah. So that's when they were yes. like, okay, ambulance, you need to no. go straight. Well, so before that happened, so we get into the hospital. I say, we've got an appointment, but you've started feeling really sick. And they take us to the, this kind of triage place or whatever. Mm. And they, they bundle you into the room. They're asking me all sorts of questions. And then, literally less than four, three minutes later, the nurse comes back in with this big syringe and she's just like, 
all right, we're just going to give you this injection. It's for the baby's lungs to help him breathe. And at that moment, that's when everything got real. Like, because, you know, up until that point, I'm like, okay, this is really, really not good. But in my mind, I wasn't thinking. Yeah, babies could be coming. Right, yeah. Right. And so she said, yeah, so she's given you this injection. And at this point, it's real panic and fear in my heart because it's so the injection um because loads of people won't know what you go through with a prem baby um they give you a steroid injection and the steroid injection is to kind of speed up baby's growth to help their lungs function mm-hmm. once they're born mm-hmm. just in case it hasn't already some some babies they're fine at 32 weeks they can already breathe by themselves anyway but just in case they give a steroid injection and it is the most painful injection ever. I, yeah, it, yeah, it's so painful. And they warn you of this, like, mm. okay, this is going to hurt. When they say it's going to hurt, how does it hurt? Where it do you feel it? Like um, over, no, no, just, just it hurts like a burn. All over or? No, no, just specifically in the... Yeah, so an injection, you know, mm-hmm. a standard kind of injection, what well, I would say my pain is like a, a one or two. It's, it's a nothing. But this one was definitely a 10. Like I wanted to scream, but you also don't want to move so that they do it again. Mm. So, you know, you're just bracing yourself, but it's Mm. actually like very, very, very painful. Way more painful to me than giving birth was. Really? Yeah, it's painful. I mean, but birth was was quite quick when it happened. Yeah, it was easy. So yeah, I can't can't say for others, but it's Mm. a painful injection. And it's kind of scary because... When they give it to you, you know that you're probably going to be having a prone baby. Right. So at that point, they, they give the injection. And then obviously, I think they've given you something else as well, because it wasn't long after that, that you started to to settle a bit. Uh, um, They gave me, I think it was just painkillers. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. And I had already been like, mm. you're probably going to need antibiotics. So they mm. had started that. That was while we was at, was, was that hospital? King George's? King George's, King George's. King George's, yeah. Um, and then also just even on the flip side of that, just, so King George's is also the hospital where my dad passed away. Yeah. And so, and I've I've never really, I know other members of my family have always had a thing about that hospital since he passed away, but I've never really had a thing about, about that hospital. In fact, probably quite the opposite where, you know, but again, at that moment, all of that starts yeah. seeping in as well. So anyway, um, they turn around and they're like, okay, we're not equipped yeah. to, to deal with her here. So we have to transfer her to Queens. Um, and so we're like, okay, yeah. cool. And so they, they bundled you in the back of an ambulance. Yeah. I had to follow in the car. <laughs> I remember the real, I get road rage from time to time. Yeah there was nothing like the road rage. So I'm trying, I'm following this ambulance and I'm doing quite well. And then we get to a traffic light on the, on the Eastern Avenue. And I'm like, I'm going to go through. Uh, so obviously ambulance has gone through and I'm like, I'm going to go through. And then literally at the last minute, I slammed the brakes. Cause it's just like, this is reckless. Yeah. This is reckless. And I remember just slamming the brakes and just, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so eventually we get to, to Queen's Hospital. Mm-hmm. And that's it. When you arrived, it's kind of settled. Mm. I was feeling slightly better, better. But that's when they 
discovered that I actually had a slow leak. So right. my waters had broken. Um, they couldn't say when that had taken mm-hmm. place because I didn't know. But um, yeah, is it generally, I don't know, a slow leak. Yeah, it was leaking away, but didn't really know, didn't really feel it. Um, and so there wasn't much water around the baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So again, we both had an infection because of that. And, but was still stable. So yeah, they were checking. I had to have that pad to check that mm-hmm. Akai hadn't pooed. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, I was being monitored kind of every, I was on a monitor. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. I was on a monitor on a ward with other mothers who were in various different yeah, stages. that wasn't cool. So some people were getting ready. They were being induced. Um, were going into labour and then would kind of go to the labour ward. And yeah, just all manner of drama <laughs> was going on on that ward as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, because we had the, the woman opposite who the partner wasn't supposed to, like there was, yeah. I think there was an injunction or something. Yeah, and he wasn't yeah, supposed to yeah. be, yeah, good old Romford. Yeah, definitely. The partner wasn't supposed to be in the hospital, wasn't supposed to be around the other children. There was children there, the woman is there and they're talking about it. Like, you know, he's not supposed to be here, but... <laughs> Just as long as nobody tells a social, it will all be fine. Just sitting there like, oh, Lord, I've got to. And at that point, they're like, you know, you may be here for a week Mm -hmm. or it could be two weeks. We won't let it go past two weeks, though. So we knew he was definitely going to be early. But they wanted maybe a week so that the steroid, I had two steroid injections so Mm -hmm. that the steroid injections worked because it's still on the cusp of many things could go wrong and that was the the but remember the first talk that they gave us with yeah, i was coming to that all of the various things that could go wrong at like, this point if there's ever a feeling of like getting punched in the face and then in the belly yeah it was that like having the wind taken out of you so we're we're, we're on the ward and eventually the doctor comes to to come and speak to us. And so he's like, these are all the things that can go wrong. And he reels off this this list. And you're just sitting there listening to this list thinking, oh my gosh, like this is, yeah. this is really, really serious. Yeah, may come out not being able to breathe and would go on, um, I think it was called a CPAP machine. Yep, yep. Um, and that's one thing. Um, issues with hearing. Yeah, hearing issues. Um, Oh, it was just a a whole gamut of Mm -hmm. like what could developmental delays, just loads of different things because he isn't full term. Yeah. That could be an issue as he's prem. So again, you're preparing yourself for for that. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, we don't know what, how baby's going to be, but then there was also the risk of he may not make it. Mm -hmm. So you have that as well. Like the chances of him coming out and it's just yeah we don't know it's too much it's just too much like his his heart could fail brain dead just all all manner of you know we may not have a baby at the end of this so we're we're dealing with that and i have an infection uh as well so i was on antibiotics hoping to get better to be able to deliver and and hoping that labour wouldn't start so I could hold yeah. on to baby for as long as 
I remember as as possible. one of the things that they, they were saying was like, obviously keeping your, your fluid up. And I remember one of the nights when I, when I left you, uh, big up man like DJP. Yes, always. Um, everybody needs a ride or die like DJP. Um, and I remember, so he, he came and got me one night and we went Tesco's and we, it was coconut water that you wanted. Yeah. And we like, we literally bought out Tesco's of, of coconut water, all the, all that they had. And I remember just sitting in the car, just talking to him and then just, just crying, like just crying. And, you know, if any, anybody that's listening that knows Damien, knows he's, he's very measured in, in everything he, <laughs> he, he yeah. does and says, but it was, that response was really appreciated because it was just kind of like, you need somebody like that to pick you up yeah, and, yeah. and keep you focused. Um, was it three or four days in the hospital? I was there for, yeah, I think it was four days, four days in total before mm-hmm. labour started. Yeah. And within that time, so we know he's going to come soon. We know he's going to be about eight weeks to seven weeks early, maybe six weeks early if we're lucky. So I get to 34 weeks. That was the thing. And then I don't remember, but during that moment, either Colin called or you called Colin. And he was like, oh, you know, that was Maya that came. Yeah, Yeah, Mia Mia came. She was was early. And I was like, what? I don't remember that happening. I remember us going and her being small when they got home. But don't remember, yeah, that she came early. So Colin and Loy coming down to Mm -hmm. the hospital Mm -hmm. to actually explain she came at 33 weeks Mm -hmm. and they were already in hospital for two weeks and she was fine. That was just an instant. All you want to hear is success stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah, as close to your mark as possible. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they came and, and saw us. And then I remembered also that diner, Mm-hmm. had a prem baby as well and he was even smaller mm-hmm. and earlier and he's fine yeah so yeah just holding on to those two Things, that i knew yeah. of just like uh, they, their babies are cool and yeah. the, you know they're big kids now and yeah. Yeah, everything will be fine those were like yeah, truly that was, yeah. holding on to that positive it's, it's funny like, how like that was obviously you're not not going to be thinking about it, but it really was forgotten until like they were like well hang on you know and then i remember like i remember the day that Mia was born and I, well not the day she was born, the day that I saw her and I held yeah. her and she was, yeah, she was tiny. But again, you're right. It just kind of gives you that hope. Like, all right, this is, this is what I'm going to focus on because these, these are the possibilities. This, yeah. this is what's real. But I remember despite all of that, I was at my lowest the day before Akai was born. So we had left you in the hospital, me and your mum. We'd left you in the hospital and I was giving her a lift home. Yeah. And I was still in this green focus yeah. that was dying, basically. Yeah. And so we've we've left the hospital, um, driving back. So we left Rumford and we got to about Ilford. And then the car said, nope, not today, sir. And I, I remember just thinking like, so you mean to tell me that I'm driving my mother-in-law home. This car has broken down. And with everything that I'm going through, like, God, you see fit to, <laughs> to disgrace me in front of my mother-in-law like this. Like, it was it was just a lot. And But at the same time, I just remember looking at your mum and she was just kind of looking at me just like... Just, yeah, this is life. Yeah. Like, and I, I could see... <laughs> you know, one of the things that she always says as well. It's like, this is life. Yeah. yeah. And so, and it, but that, that, you know, 
you're, I was upset, but it kind of settled me. So I think in the end, she, because I, I was then trying to call and call her a cab and, and I think she was just looking at me like I'm a, I'm a bit mad sort yeah. of thing. And yeah. she was just like, we're at a bus stop. I'm oh, going to get, get on, on the bus. bus. Yeah. <laughs> and so she, she, she went along her way and then. Yes, yeah, just love mum. Just always so practical yeah, and yeah. helpful and just be like, <laughs> yeah. and I'm, I'm grown. You don't yeah, have to try and get me it. home. I, I remember all I, because it felt like a failure, like not being able to take her home. And so I'm really trying to work out how I can get her home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she, she got on the bus and then I was there with the car. And then at that point, I couldn't even be bothered to call anybody for help. Like I was just, and I sat in the car for a bit and then I started it and the car wouldn't go over 15 miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> but I said to hell with it. And I drove that car back, back to my mum's house and, and then left it there. And so slept at my mum. So my yeah. mum's house is, was very close to the, to the yeah. hospital. Yeah, it was only like 10 minutes away from the hospital. And so that's basically where we had decamped. Yeah. Um, and so I went back to the house and just yeah. knocked out, fell asleep. I remember, so that day when you guys were leaving, that's the 8th of June and that's our anniversary as mm-hmm. well. And... Yeah, so it was like, oh my word, look, our anniversary, we're getting ready to, to celebrate it. But yeah, I'm mm-hmm. in hospital when the baby may come mm-hmm. like any day now. So there was that and then you're going and I felt a little bit more sick again. Mm-hmm. So in those four days, I was doing okay. Like I was feeling better. I think the antibiotics were working and more than anything, it was more emotional kind of, I hope the baby's okay than actually feeling sick. But then I started to feel like as if my period was coming. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, mm, I remember reading somebody saying like, you know, labor is kind of similar to period pains. So I was like, okay, maybe I was feeling crampy. It's like, maybe this is the beginning, but some people have this feeling for like five days. So I'm still hopeful mm-hmm. to hang on for as long as possible. But then it started to get more intense. So I put on the hypnobirthing mm-hmm. CDs mm-hmm. just in case. I, I, I didn't tell anybody <laughs> that I was feeling this. I thought, let me just try and hold on for as long as possible and went through the whole night. But at the same time, I really wanted him to come on a Friday. Yes, because you so, got a thing about having a little coffee. Yeah, I wanted a little coffee. Um, So yeah, I was hopeful like mm. maybe by midnight I can just ride this and get him out quickly but I'm there by myself in the room I think I said to you sent you a message like feeling a little bit crampy and it may be labor Mm. but I'll let you know once it kicks in properly we got to about six o'clock in the morning and that was full-on like this must be what labor is like (laughs) this is proper cramps and that's when I called the nurse Mm -hmm. it was like I also have to call I have to call you. I have to call my husband because he has to come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think the baby's coming. But at the same time, I didn't know how long labor's going to be. I yeah, could have been yeah. in labor for 12 yeah. hours. So it's like, okay, yeah. Once we really get going. But I did send you a message. And yeah. You was there pretty well, soon. Well, yeah. So you, you sent me a message, but then you also called a number of times. And where I was like deep in a, in a sleep, it's yeah. that annoying thing when you're sleeping and you can actually hear the phone in your sleep. Yeah. So the yeah. phone was... Whatever dream I was having, there was a phone ringing in the dream. Yes. And it took me a minute to work out 
no, that's really the phone ringing. That that was it. Because I wasn't feeling so much in pain where baby is coming now, but I was being monitored and they were like, that's a proper contraction. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay. So I'm still being monitored. We're not in labor ward yet. And once they were like, no, we're taking you to the labor ward, then it's like... <laughs> this dude is gonna miss it. <laughs> like they're actually taking me to the labor yeah. ward. No, yeah. like everything that morning, I think God was like, "All right, let me let me let me catch this guy a break." And so, <laughs> I woke up. Like I said, the so I've jumped up. Like, oh my gosh, the phone! And I've answered the phone. You told me what was going on. I jumped out of the bed, burst into my mum's room, told her what was happening, and then she called me a a cab. And to this day, I don't know what happened. But the cab was outside. <laughs> like the cab was outside as if it was my car. And so she's called the cab. Cab's outside straight away. And so I'm in the cab down to the hospital. And then, yeah. And then into into the labor ward. Yeah. Um, and I've always said um, about, <laughs> this is my, my, my thing. I've always said about labor. I'm sure it's just like, having a really really tough poo yeah because yeah you would know what did the what did the matron say what did the nurse say the nurse the truth. said the truth. you push like like you're having a poo that doesn't mean that it feels the same it's just that that's how you need to push that was her description it's not what she, she said. said don't make noise because that's exp- okay all right mm-hmm. As I said, you have given birth, so you would know how it feels. <laughs> Don't make noise because that's expelling mm-hmm. energy that you're going to need to actually push baby out mm-hmm. and just push as if you are doing a poo. So you're feeling those types of muscles, control those muscles mm-hmm. and push down that way. Um, and she was brilliant. Yeah, she was. Really. She was. She was, she was so good. But then so. you remember there was also that moment in there where something happened and she hit the button swarm of people came in yeah they were mil- they milled about for a bit and then they left again yeah yeah um and then obviously then the, the nurse is talking you through it blah 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 this that and the other and you know now he's he's really coming yeah um and i remember <laughs> like so on your final push it's just like he literally he had like he was almost a little bit airborne and he just <laughs> popped <laughs> Just pump just came out and it was like okay like he's here because that was a she was like you're probably going to need like four big pushes if you do it mm. well mm-hmm. like yeah, it's going to be four times and baby's going to be out like i can see it crowning and i remember like reading loads of things and people were saying it's like a ring of fire and i could feel an absolute bird now and it's like okay so the head is there i know this is that this is the head time so yeah if i do the four i can probably get him out and that's the, and my competitive streak i still like that's still a brilliant labor it's like only an hour like come on this is simple and yeah it was even quicker than that it was mm. the first big one and then it was like he was out yeah and i i, I was like oh huh? is that it and that's yeah. when yeah they yeah. they all came. So they they yeah. So they they came. He was. And when little... I say they all came, it was like yeah, yeah, doctors, yeah. nurses, everybody, and everybody. equipment. It was like whoa. But he was in. So he was in like because I remember he was in the, the little cot next to you for a little bit, 
and where we were just kind of still kind of what just happened sort of thing. Then I remember you saying to me like, quick, go and get a picture of him. (laughs) And so I, I, because at that point I'd seen him come out and I was looking at him from over the other side of the room, but I actually hadn't gone over to him. Yeah. Um, um, And so, yeah. And so I went over, I took the picture um, and just remember just, when I saw him for the first time properly, I didn't understand like everything that we had just been through because he looked so perfect. He looked so fine. Yeah. He was small, but he was, you yeah. know. Yeah. And I, I just thought this doesn't really make any sense because you, you look good. You look good to go. Yeah. Like, um, and just, then just tiny, yeah. tiny, tiny. But, and then they came and took him. Yeah. No, it was, that's, that's just the hardest because no, I didn't even hold him. No, you didn't. They lifted him up as yeah. they were going and was like, yeah, he's here, he's fine, we're going to take him. And it was just like, oh, so fast. I had no, like, real recollection. Like, what does he even look like? Mm-hmm. I, I, just, it was just like... I a, remember you saying that to a me. Little, a little figure of a brown baby mm. going like, but I don't know, what's his eyes like? What was his nose like? What, what does he actually even look like for me to know which baby when we go to yeah. see him, he is? That was nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, yeah, so they took him and then we were, you know, we were in there for a bit. And I need stitches, I think. It was, yeah, it you need stitches. It seemed to be ages that I was yeah. on the bed while she was yeah. sorting things out. And then she out. took me through the placenta as well. Yeah, because that was the other yeah. thing because she had to examine and that the, properly. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, see, and then she was like, yeah, so something had ruptured or yeah, she could yeah. see she could see what, what, had, what, gone what wrong. had gone wrong. Um what the infection was as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, then baby, they had said he's going to be on antibiotics too. Mm-hmm. He's going to be in hospital for a while. So they, they put me on a ward. Yeah. So they had put you on a ward with other mums who had oh, given birth. That and that was, was horrible. So destroying. Like just because <laughs> you're hearing babies crying, mothers kind of breastfeeding mm. and it, I think I told a nurse or they could yeah, see that. Yeah, because then they moved no, you. Yeah, then they moved me into my own room, mm-hmm. which was, yeah, loads yeah. better because at least I could sleep. Yeah. But then it was like, it's almost like giving birth was was the easy bit. Yeah. Because then it was a month of living in the neonatal intensive care unit. Yeah. So Akai was born, he was four pounds, 11 no, it was just four pounds. Just four pounds. Okay, yeah. I've made up the 11. So he was four pounds um, and he was in the neonatal intensive care unit for, for a month. Um, the The first thing was that he was under these these blue lights. I can't remember what the, the medical term is for the lights. He had jaundice. Yeah. So basically when, when babies have jaundice, they give them this light ther- therapy um, yeah. to, to help the jaundice levels go down. And so... He was he was under that for. Do you remember how long he had light therapy? Um, yeah, that was pretty much from the jump. Mm-hmm. He was under the light yeah. therapy. Uh, I think the first time was for like three days. Was the first yeah. time he had it. So because he was under intensive light therapy, because he had quite bad jaundice, um, I couldn't hold him mm-hmm. For ages, so you could put your hand in on the respite when they would change a nappy mm-hmm. or something like that, or take his temperature. But generally, they needed to do intensive 
light therapy for him. So he was in his own room for a while with the drip, being fed through the nose and the light therapy. I think I may have been able to change his nappy on day two. Mm -hmm. They let me do that. But again, it's like, I'm a new mum. So they would ask that, like, is this your first time? It's your mm. first baby? So yeah. And he was still, he was tiny. He was so small. He was so small. But so then, it's just watching him. Yeah. It was like, but then we got into a, we managed to get into a routine. And so I remember at, like you were so hell bent on breastfeeding and yeah. producing milk. And so every day we would go and then you would go into that room. Yes, the, ex and the expressing room. The expressing room and, and express all of this milk. And then I remember you showed me the fridge one time and like she had taken over. Oh yeah. Most the of end. the fridge oh, with all word. of your milk. Yeah, the freezer. Yeah, just, just expressing all of this milk. And so while she would go off and do that, then I would spend time with Akai. Um, but I was just too scared to even pick him up. And, mm. and hold him. So even when we got to the point where they're like, you can take him out of the the incubator and yeah. you can hold him. And then I'd be, they must have been looking at me like I was so strange. Because like, do you want to hold him? Like, no, no, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> no, you'd be like, leave, leave him in there yeah. to get bigger. Yeah. And I, was, I was just like, let my boy cook in it. Just let him, <laughs> let him be there. Let him just, you know. And I would, I would come in and I would open up the little hatch, stroke him, put my, rest my hand on him. And and I was like, I'm I'm cool. I'm like, I just I just didn't want to disturb him. I was like, he he needs to he needs to do whatever it is that he's gonna do. And I would just sit there and sing to him. And 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 for me, I was like that. That was yeah, that was it enough. It take, took you a minute yeah. to properly get used to holding him when yeah. he was when he was quite small. Yeah. The the best day. I was no, you you was there as well. I, I always think I was there alone when it, it was my birthday. So me and Russell's Anakai's now birthday runs in in a line. Mm -hmm. So Russell is the fourth. Akai came five days after. So he is the ninth, and I'm the twelfth. Mm -hmm. So on June the twelfth, that was my morning wish. Please let me yes. go there, and he's well enough for me to just hold him just for five minutes. So I go in, and. Don't think I told anybody it was my birthday, but the nurse was like, we have a surprise for you today. And my heart was just like, please let me be able to hold him. She's like, you can hold him today. Oh, just the best. And that's the first picture of the three of us. Yes. Yeah. Best birthday gift ever. One of the funnier moments was, so there was the, the main nurse in charge um, was a, a Jamaican lady. I wish uh, I could remember her. Yeah, name. yeah. She was awesome. She was so awesome. So, slight side note. Like, obviously, both Nana and I are, are from Ghana. Um, I am have not much, but a slightly lighter <laughs> complexion. And a lot of the time, whenever I tell people I'm from Ghana, they go, oh, you don't look Ghanaian, mate. You look like you're from Jamaica. And I'm like, whatever that's supposed to be. Anyway, we've come in for the morning to, to see Akai. And she's seen us straight away. And she's come over and she's like, all right, giving you the update on baby Evans, da 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 da, da. Yeah. And, she, and then she's like, and then she kind of pulls us to the side. She goes, and I greased his skin because you know, you know, say how we have to grease our skin and da 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 da. And then she looked at me and like, what, what was? I it was some. It was something like I, I've got to look after my pe. It was. It was just no. But she specifically said, you know, yeah. us Jamaicans or something yes. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so. I stood there. So I've gone through like years of when anybody says that, I'm like, I will jump in and correct you. Like, no fam, I'm from Ghana. And I just stood there 
I just went. We both yeah. was like, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I was like, listen, if me being Jamaican for for this period of time helps him get special treatment, then 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 that's fine. That's what I'll do. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, that was. Yeah, because she was properly like, I I, I look after him. I yeah. make sure uh, he did have dry skin. Yeah, quite well. I guess because he was in in the womb without any water, water for a yeah, while. Basically. So yeah, his skin was quite dry, and she was just like, "I just make sure that he looks nice." Mm-hmm. When you guys come in, he's greased, mm-hmm. he, and and he definitely yeah. was cared for. Yeah, he was. She was. She was very good. Yeah. Very good, and put her best team members yeah. looking after him as well. So we were so lucky, lucky to have her. Yeah. And yes, yeah, so he was there for. What was it? It was two weeks and they were priming us that he may be coming home. Right. And that was like, oh, this is just two weeks in. We're going to be taking him home soon. We're all getting ready. And what they do is um, you're able to stay in the hospital with your baby. In a room. In a a room room. for a night. And they show you how to wash him and... um, they they take you through all of those like now you know you have a slight you have a smaller baby and you're able to take them home so just so that you get used to holding them for longer and you can look after them so we're in the room we're so excited it's like now we're parents like we actually have yeah. a baby to ourselves that we have to change his nappy mm-hmm. and and wash him and get him ready for bed and feed him ourselves and everything else so we have this night and during the night, it's like, I don't know, he isn't as lively mm-hmm. as he has been. Mm-hmm. So we're looking, but still really hopeful, like maybe yeah, yeah. he's just having an off day. But I, I remember like it, when I think back on it now, I'm like, this was almost so reckless. So the morning came and they're like, you know, getting ready. So they're still like on this thing of where they're yeah. going to discharge us. So I'm just like, it's green lights. We're getting out of here. This is this yeah. is amazing. But I'm looking at him. And I remember that the lighting in the room was a bit dim anyway, but I'm looking at him and I know, I'm looking in his eyes yeah. and I can see his eyes are starting to yellow. Yeah. Because you were saying, you was like, I think his eyes are yellow. I was like, his eyes have always been yellow. <laughs> they never went white. <laughs> and so, and that is a telltale sign of jaundice. So yeah. it's the yellowing of the eyes and the skin. Yeah. But he had a yellow tinge to his skin anyway, mm-hmm. which is also a little bit harder for them to spot it in in black and and um, like mixed race babies because yeah. they have a yellow into their tone. But you see it more yeah. in the eyes yeah. and um, it was your hands, like just yeah, your skin yeah, starts yeah, yeah. going yellow. So they look at. And so I remember they came into the room first time, and I I opened my mouth, yeah, and then said nothing, and then they <laughs> went again. And then they came back again and like, it was the most feeblest voice ever. <laughs> and I was just like, I think his, I think his eyes are a bit yellow. And they're like, excuse me? I was like, yeah, I think, I think his eyes are a bit yellow. And then they came, they looked at him. I was like, okay, let's, let's go get the doctor. Doctor came back, looked at him, took him away. And at that point I was just like. Oh, the heartbreak. Look what you've done. Cause you just knew yeah, they took him away to do yeah. the blood test. Yeah. And it was like, so it's not just on site because obviously they mm. know we have to be absolutely sure because you guys are primed to leave. Yeah. 
So it was like, we're going to be absolutely sure. We're going to do the test. We'll um, make sure that it's done very fast. And then we, we have an answer if he can go home or if he has to stay. But even if he has to stay, it's probably just going to be one or two nights under the lights. Like, yeah, they were really, really trying to give us hope that it's not going to be long mm-hmm. before you actually are leaving again. And then they do the test and actually... Akai's levels were shot up. ridiculous. So it's not only just light therapy that they're talking about. They're like, his levels are so high. Maybe he's going to need a blood transfusion. Yeah. So again, it's like, we were almost home. And now you're like, this dude is even more sick yeah. than before. And now I'm back to saying to God, can we catch a break, <laughs> please? <laughs> just help us. Yeah. But that was... That, that was the time it was like he was even more sick where they're thinking maybe there's something else. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So it's like, okay, so there's jaundice, but there's something that's probably spiked it. Right. Like we think, and then we get called into another office now. We've never been into mm. this office before, but we're in a, a deeper office. And the doctor then is like, so we think it could be that he has meningitis. So it's like, What? He has jaundice. It's 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 at such a high level. We think he's probably really sick. So then he goes through all the the different tests that they have to do. So they have to do the the spinal fluid check if there's jaundice, um, if there's meningitis. And he's like, you know, meningitis. If it's caught early, you can treat it. Mm-hmm. If not, it's like he could lose a limb. Just going through, it and it's like, my gosh. Could we get like hung, drawn, and quartered anymore? It was so. I, I can't even describe the pain. Just absolutely flawed from being hours to like, going home. You're at the finish line. To being like we can start our family life. Mm-hmm. To now we're drawn into it's not just jaundice. He may need a blood transfusion and he may have gen- meningitis. And yeah, all I was thinking was. I, I don't know if we're ever going to take this baby yeah, home. Like, yeah. Are we actually going to, is this, is this just another, a, another painful episode that we're going to have to experience? I, I remember like the thing that I, I did throughout most of that process was when I felt that things were getting a bit too much for me, I would just fast forward in my mind. So I would even go as far ahead as to his first birthday. And I'm like, you're going to, you're going to be celebrating his first birthday soon. So it's cool. And and I would just have to go to that place. But I remember that at that point, it felt futile even going to that place. It just felt like I'm, you're, you're lying to yourself. Yeah. It just felt like everything was slowly just slipping away. Yeah, yeah we were so close. But that was the... Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, eventually they work out what it is and it's some rare blood thing called G6PD, which actually six, seven years down the line, we're like, we're not even sure that this diagnosis is even correct. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could be, who knows? It could be, who yeah, knows? It but was, It was... Uh, everything at that point was all theory. So even meningitis, he had to, it, it was so borderline again. Mm-hmm. 
So they was like, well, there's definitely an infection that we're seeing. So they treated him with the antibiotics as if he had meningitis. Then it was after that where he had a, just a little bit of jaundice. Mm. And then they were thinking, actually, maybe it is that he has G6PD. Mm. And so that was the... Yeah, he has that was G6, the route. He has G6PD and... Um, along with that can come jaundice mm-hmm. and then he's mm-hmm. premature and he's had infections and he may have had meningitis. So yeah. there, there you go. <laughs> this is why he has been so sick. And in total, so that was a two week mark, but in order for Okai to put on weight and be stable and mm. keep his temperature, it, it took another yes. two weeks. Yeah. I totally forgot there. about the whole temperature thing as well. Yeah, so he wasn't holding his temperature, so he had to be in lots of woolly clothing. Yeah. So in order for all of that to stabilise, it was a month. And even that point, I still didn't get happy because I was just like, they're saying he can go home tomorrow, but we've had that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he looks better and he's feeding, but we've had that. So mm-hmm. I'm not even, until we were leaving. And I always remember just getting outside seeing Jeff and Annette and being like, I, I actually can get happy now. We've made it out. We're out. We're out. There's yeah. nobody following us. We're, we're clear. Yeah. Like the car's there. We're going. For me, it was pulling off in the car. Um, so at this point, um, yeah, big up Colin again. Like, so during, whilst we're going through all of this, <laughs> Colin just went and got me a car. Yeah. Like, so one day I, I've left the, the hospital and there's a car sitting for me. And that's Godfather in, number yeah, two. That's, yeah, that's Godfather number two. So <laughs> we get in the car and for me, it's the feeling of like driving home and you're driving your wife and your child oh. and you're like, we did it. We made it. We made it out. But yes, oh my it word. was that when, when I think back to just for me, it was the nights coming home. So we would spend the whole day in, in NICU and then we would come back to my mum's and then you would sleep some nights, some nights, you know, we'd be in quite reasonable spirits. Mm. Um, but some nights we would come back and just get into bed. Yeah. Yeah. And, couldn't and even talk. Couldn't even talk. Um, yeah, that was, that was hard because again, even though knowing he was going to be early, I hadn't thought about how long it was going to be. And I still think compared to others, we had a, a month, kind of flew by in a way, but a lot took yeah. place within that month. And while we were there, oh, yeah. the so, other mums. Some of the, you know, and I- It was and, like three months, yeah. four months, the, the mother with twins, mm-hmm. lost a twin, was still at it four months later with yeah. her daughter. Yeah. And that was, and you don't like to kind of measure your, your situation against others, but it does put things into perspective yeah, yeah. somewhat. Um, in terms of what... Because when we were leaving, oh, I just felt bad. There, there's a guilt with it as well. Yes. Go into the breast, um, the, the expressing room. You get to know a few of the other mums in there. And I found it quite easy because I had a lot of milk. Mm-hmm. So I'm in there and it's just filling up bottles. But then there are other mothers who had been on the ward for ages and they're just getting a little bit of milk. So then you feel bad because it kind of keeps you going Mm. knowing you're doing something yeah and you did you did like I said like for me it was always like I was just always 
really impressed with your like your focus where you were just like I'm 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 going to do this I'm going to do this for my child and you would just come in and boom you'd go there and and then bang out all of these bottles and then and then yeah you right Just thinking about it. There was such an overwhelming feeling of a double failure that I'd kind of forgotten about. But where it was so hard to conceive and we'd managed to have that miracle and again it was like just that body failure like just Mm -hmm. I so enjoyed being pregnant and sometimes I remember grieving over the lost eight weeks yeah just like and everything that he had to go through you know just the blood tests, the spinal fluid being taken. It's mm-hmm. like all of those things are really painful. Yeah. And yeah, it's like little man has come and it's still like not easy on him. And why couldn't I just go to term so he has a, a normal start? But, you know. But, you know, like going back to something that you said on, on, on the last podcast when we was talking about fertility and he was talking about Paolo Coelho in terms of the journey Mm -hmm. and I think that's where I've come to with with all of this so you know some I sit and I think about everything that we've gone through and think man but if not for that oh yeah definitely definitely those are it's just yeah, just rethinking over, like, I remember that being a real big motivator in trying to get something right and being able to achieve that. So it's like, yeah, I I could produce a lot of breast milk. So then he can be exclusively on, on mm. breast milk. It was like, that was a, if I can do that, if I can just do this, it's like, no, my body hasn't totally kind of shut up shop on me. Like there's, I can do that. And clinging onto that, that it it doesn't even make really, it was just like the thing that I needed to kind Mm -hmm. of get through it. But yeah. Yeah. It was just so, so hard. But even, even like the, the, with the milk thing, you must have felt the success as well. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was keeping. Yeah. D- definitely was like the you know you're you're powering through this yeah. like and and also really gave me a sense of I'm a mother, whereas everything else had been a bit like you're trying, you're trying to be. So right. you're trying to conceive, you're trying to be a mother, and your baby is sick. <laughs> you're trying, you're trying, but having the success of producing breast milk and producing a lot, and the praise from all of the staff just like this woman just yeah. comes in and she's given us gallons yeah. like her baby's got loads and that was such a huge kind of boost to yeah just to 
to push me into motherhood. Mm-hmm. It was like the one thing like, okay, so I'm good at this. Everything else has been flipping hard and mm-hmm. a struggle and it's not been easy, but I'm good at this one thing. And yeah, remember when I was like, yeah, I think I want to do the kind of help people with yeah, breastfeeding. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I went on a couple of courses, but yeah, it was a part of that. Like, mm-hmm. That was successful. Mm-hmm. And as, yeah, it's a weird one because even recently our friend has had a, a similar prem um, birth as Okaija because Okaija also came early, but not as early. So it's like four weeks. Mm-hmm. And as we're on our, in our face, in our um, WhatsApp group yeah. and she's going through similar, it's like she's had her baby early same weight as a kaija and i kind of know what the steps are gonna be so also as i'm speaking to her like so this may happen and i wrote out and there may be jaundice but i do remember reading that boys are more susceptible to it than girls so i just deleted it i don't want to also because you're going to be worried like it doesn't matter how strong you are i know you're going to be worried when the baby comes early. Yeah. So I don't want to add other, and this may happen, so you may be in hospital a little bit longer, and da 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 But lo and behold, it, it, what she was so lucky, she didn't have to do the light therapy, so it was just going into hospital to mm-hmm. get checked over, and, and baby was borderline. But that, again, brought it back, like, yeah. oh, I don't want her to have to go through, through that, that feeling, yeah. and just praying Tears as I'm typing to her, like, just like, oh, please don't have to have to go through this. The relief when she was like, we're going home was like, oh. (laughs) Even you mentioning Akaija just now. Again, there was a a similar thing where you felt ill, went into hospital. And then, um, you know, because we, it was, no, so we brought Akaija home. He was ill and then we went back and then he ended up with light therapy as well. And I remember at that moment when he ended up with the light therapy, you're just thinking, why can't we do this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. why can't we? What? Yeah. Like, I've seen everybody else just have babies and come <laughs> and home. Just like, get them home. Why, why can't we do this? Yeah. Definitely with Okaija, it was more like, oh, can't we just keep the baby home? But we had to go back into hospital and I, have light therapy. I guess the, the but it good wasn't thing, as scary. Yeah, we it, knew. it wasn't as scary because we knew. And then also, they just set up the light therapy in the room, mm. and so there wasn't there wasn't any of the separate NICU or anything like yes, that. So yeah. it never felt as severe as it did the first time round. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I was more confident. I knew what needed to yeah. be done. I knew his temperature. Um, nurse would come in and do the foot prick yeah. to check his levels and everything else it was more like okay i know we just need to keep him hydrated keep him under the light give him a cuddle from time to time and i could be his nurse mm. so that was a lot easier but again it's like akaija's birth <laughs> still wasn't still was about yeah. drama because then you got the that wasn't when you got the gallstones yes yeah, yeah. got gallstones liver started failing then it's not easy man you're not easy yeah there's a, but they they said he was gonna come soon because yeah. of the morphine yeah but the gallstones was too painful and mm. so they said if you have morphine probability is that's gonna set off labor and i couldn't 
hold out any longer. It was like, okay, he's got to over 34 weeks. Yeah, 36. Mm. He was at 36. 36 weeks, yeah. So it was like, okay, I really wanted to get to 37, but mm. that last day of pain, I can't even see it's yeah. so painful. Yeah. It's, it's getting to the pain levels of, I, I would prefer to die now. Wow. So as soon as I'm telling the nurse that, she's like, you need morphine because nothing else. They had me on everything else. And it was like, this isn't taking the edge off. So you have to have morphine. And it did. Morphine was <laughs> brilliant. But as soon as having morphine, yeah. I totally felt yeah. like, oh, man, baby's going to come. But OK, I push him out quickly. He's going to be out in an hour and we can... No, sir. <laughs> we can get we can get to this. Akaija had other ideas. So on the monitor, <laughs> then that... they're like, they're like babies in distress. Yeah. And again, I'm like, I could. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like another one. We are here. Even getting pregnant is a blessing. Again, after we thought yeah. it was gonna be ages, but he comes. But it's still not simple. <laughs> remember, remember, like, so we're all in this room. Bear doctors again. And they're looking at the the monitor saying the baby's in distress. And here I am again, like, we're really not going to catch a break, no. <laughs> and then I remember one of the doctors saying, it seems like the cord is wrapped around his neck. Yeah. And then it's, I mean, you really have to take your hats off to them in terms of they, because I remember even being pushed aside and they were just like, baby's in distress, cords around the neck, C-section. Yeah. Boom. And um, they were like, dad, follow us. And they literally flung on the surgical things yeah. that I had to put on. Um, and and again, you're just there in a daze, like in a complete and I utter was daze. So, like, set, so once labour set in and I was like, okay, I, I'm not going to have the, <laughs> the water bath that I'd wanted. So <laughs> I'll try and have a bath and then like, have the baby quickly like but i'll be as relaxed as possible because now i'm no longer in pain like the morphine is working mm. so i'm no longer in pain i can push him out and then being like there's no time for any of that <laughs> you're going to have a c-section i'm like ah, oh, okay can i just even have like a shower and i was like mm-hmm. you can have the fastest i literally mm. went in quickly it was like you can have the fastest shower and you, you you're we're getting ready we're the doctors have been called, blah, 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 you're, you're having a C-section. So again, I'm still like, okay, I cannot panic because if baby is already panicking and he's tangled up in the cord, I can't panic. Yeah. So I'm trying all breathing exercises to be as calm as possible to try and calm him down and willing him to untangle. Like, if you can manoeuvre yourself, little boy, like, to try and get out of this cord, but also hoping that he's holding it like Jensen was like mm. just some little scampy thing that he may be up to that they've got wrong, but okay, I'm going to have a C-section. So this is, this is what's going to happen. But that kind of, yeah, it was like everybody was rough mm. and fast. Yeah. And so I'm trying to, but I think that was the sense of, calm. of emergency. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, everybody else is like, come on, walk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lie down here. Like, just don't move. When, and when they were doing the spinal thing um, to numb me so that they could do the operation, that was just so... Because that's when it really hit me like, yeah. like oh, this is yeah. really real. And seeing the the kind of screen where you can't see as they're, they're taking the baby mm. out, just all of that set up 
the anesthetist and everything else just like oh my word i really am having a c-section this is actually taking place this is how number two is gonna be bought at that point he was called uh, amari amari yeah he was gonna be called amari and i I remember like when the when the screen was up like a part of me was like there a very very small part of me wanted to to oh god no way like, I don't know. I don't know why. Because I feel like if I had ever seen that, it, it would have been curtains I, for me. I was, I was very yeah. glad not to. But yeah, no. So I stayed up. I stayed up your end. Yeah, and we singing, just singing. We, we were just singing, singing with yeah. each other, and yeah, because that's the weirdest sensation ever. Because obviously it doesn't hurt. Yeah. But you feel everything. You feel them. Yeah. It's not like you feel the cutting. You don't feel that, but you feel as they're pulling. It's like they're moving your your belly, yeah, and you and you feel kind of hands going in and then removing and feeling Ooh. lighter, and that's again and you can hear them, aren't you? Yeah. Because they're all they're all talking to each other. They're yeah. all there, like so, you know, gone through, almost there. Can see baby's leg that like mm. just as they're talking. So you know, and again when. The, the doctor was like removing cord from neck and just me like, <gasps> can breathe again. Can't hear baby. It's baby crying, mm. waiting for the cry to, that that felt like, it was probably just seconds, but it felt like yeah, ages. It did like, feel like, no, it, it did like that like, felt. Start crying, start, yeah. they, you're out now. Like I feel lighter. Mm-hmm. They've said they've removed a cord from your neck. Like start crying, start crying. Start crying. Start like crying. Akai, Akai's one felt long, but Akai's one was long. Yeah. It was just yeah. ages because you also can't see anything. Yeah. So you're just waiting for, and then hearing a cry and be like, <gasps> yeah. okay. And, and then and finally again, they, they called me over. I was like, yeah. dad, do you want to come have a look? And went over and I was like, we've given birth to a white baby. <laughs> he was so pale. <laughs> again, but add some pictures. But uh, I hope I'm sure quite a few people have seen his baby picture yeah, anyway. Yeah. But he was yeah. like extremely, extremely pale. And yeah, then there's that thing of okay, he's early, and I do not want to have to live through having to go and not know what my baby looked like and and visit them and not hold them immediately. And everything being okay with him. So again, I had to have the steroid shots mm. <laughs> for a geiger as well. Yeah. But where he's a little bit bigger, you're hoping like they will hand me this baby. Really? He should be fine. And yeah, that was... The, the, but when you was in the operate, operating room, they, they brought him over. So you saw him, but you didn't... Obviously, you couldn't hold him. No, like you that. did. Did I, I bring, did I bring him over? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then you brought him over mm-hmm. and then handed him to me. And it's like, just that alone, I remember looking at him and thinking, I'm actually holding you as soon as you're born. Yeah. Like, this is just, and, and he, and you have that picture over my head where he's just staring at me and it's like, I actually get to see your face and mm. looking at him and thinking, yeah, you don't really look like an Amari. I don't know who, yeah, what yeah. your name is or who you are, but you're not yeah, who I thought. Yeah, yeah. And just, yeah, just like the cutest little, little face mm-hmm. and just staring at each other. That was just something else to ha- to have that, that bond mm-hmm. instantly and be able to feed him straight away as well. Just like, oh, so this is what it feels <laughs> like, kind of ish without yeah. liver failure and everything else. <laughs> yeah. 
but at least we managed to have that. And we wasn't in hospital too long. It's mm-hmm. like four days. Four days. And we just had that glitch when we came back. Yeah. And, uh, to go back again. Called the ambulance. Yeah. 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 yeah but. To go but, back in. But his was far less yeah. traumatic other yeah. than I was so sick before. Mm-hmm. And my mum was in Ghana. Because again, he was a bit early lost one of my uncles so my mum was in Ghana my sister was in Ghana my brother was in Ghana yeah just feeling lonely that we're going through all of this and behind Mm. the like my nearest and dearest are not here yeah but they all came back and Mm -hmm. we had auntie Peggy yes 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 really come and look after us she did yeah yeah it was it was a different (laughs) a different time again yeah so if we do have a number three, mm-hmm. Lord knows. Yeah, I mean... There's definitely an apprehension. You know you know what the funny thing is, is that... So previously, whenever anybody's mentioned about number three, and I just think, dude, do you know how expensive these, these little people are? But actually sitting here and recounting all of that, I, you, you, you really... It really reminds you of the trauma that you can potentially put yourself through and, and, and the child. And it, and you really seriously have to ask yourself, like, am I ready for that? Yeah. Yeah. Am I ready? Like beforehand, that's, that's been a huge thing for me in the years since. Cause I, I definitely had an anxiety after a Kai having a Kaija that was always there. Like this is a potential, like we could go through mm. this again. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know can't really trust my body. I don't know what it's going to do. So although Akaija's pregnancy again was good, but Akai's was, it's like, I don't know when this is going to fail. So afterwards, and it's just instantly, you have two boys. So everybody is like, when when are you going to have a girl? And I'm getting older. So again, it's a bit like, can I really, do I even have the, I don't have the gusto to do this again. Akaija came through through a miraculous way again it's yeah. like but can i go through are we going to be trying yeah all of that to have something else go wrong yeah. do i even have that now i've got my two boys do i do i have that in me to go through that again and being so sick the second time so being a bit sick the first time then the second time actually being yeah. very very sick it's like really yeah. is it possible i think that you just saying the whole thing about Gusto, I think that really sums it up for me. I just think, yeah, that mentally there's a lot to deal with there because yeah. there is no telling how this is going to go. Obviously, it could be like third yeah, time is a charm. Yeah, could be if, the one that gets to yeah, 40 weeks. You know it could be the perfect <laughs> pregnancy. But the, the, the question is, is are we ready or even prepared yeah. to be like, all right, we will take on these possibilities again. Yeah. And I think for me, I'm like, you know what? Let me cash my chips in. <laughs> <laughs> like I, but then the other thing is, you know, re, a lot of the time when we do talk about, because I feel for me, when we talk about a third child, I'm like, well, I, I would like a girl. Um, but then obviously that's never a given. Yeah. And I feel like, well, if I, if I want a girl, then, or if we want a girl, then surely that means that we should just then look into adoption. Yeah, yeah. And so for me, that's that feels like a much more feasible and reasonable 
yeah. route to go down. I feel like we've done that. Yeah, it was a roller coaster. <laughs> Eternally grateful for what we have at the end of it. But I still have like, although I do think Okai is growing up to look like me. You, you have your your double that they they are kind of your doubles, but he is looking like me. But you definitely have a double in Akaija, although mm. he is mine. But you you have a double in his face. It's like I would like I would like to see what our girl yeah, would look, look like. like. Yeah. But as the years go on, I am more like boy. I'm knocking on forties door, yeah. and it wasn't easy in my thirties. Yeah. <laughs> like really, I so. I do I do often feel think about that. What are our little girl would look like I always imagined we'd have this little duck chocolate baby with little afro <laughs> puffs um, but yeah I, I feel like that it's not enough to go through both times seeing you in so much pain both times fearing that yeah. this could be really serious like somebody could go yeah and I'm just like I don't I, I can't see why I would put myself through that again. I'm like, both times I have really dealt with the thing of losing you and losing a child. Like yeah. knowing that these are these are real possibilities. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yeah, nah. And those convos. It's definitely with a with a Kaija, it was like, don't you dare save me. <laughs> you remember you was like, why are you even talking like this? Like, no, honestly. If there's a, anything and they're like, you know, her liver's going, we have to get the, we're going to save her. Yeah. And it's like, you saved that child. Yeah, see, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not prepared to do that again. But you never say never. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. It's weird because, you know, in an ideal world, I'd be like, let's bang out babies. Yeah. yeah. Let's bang out babies. But, Nah, there's you know, I'm I'm so grateful for both of them, but they came at a price. They came at a price, and I I don't have enough in the bank <laughs> to pay for <laughs> another one. Yeah, so no, but I still am like never say never. You never know. <laughs> no, there's al- there's always you, that. You, there's, you just never. I know, think the whole thing is is that you deal with it. If yeah. it, if it happens, you deal with it. It's that oh. thing of people ask us all the time, and I did think. Um, yeah, instead of kind of skirting around it, we do a bod- a podcast and we actually like really tell the birth story yeah. because even when folks would come and visit us, we're giving them totally the sanitized version. Mm. Like, yeah, Nana was ill and, the, you know. But yeah, to actually hear the bare bones of what it was like and there's still little bits that, yeah, it was, it was, it was hard going. But we have our two boys, so now when you see us <laughs> before you open celebrating your, before absolutely you open your... <laughs> everything that they that they do and yeah. achieve, it really is because and it really they, never, they are it our, almost never happened. Our universal gift, yeah, and yeah, in them coming to us, I do believe that they are a universal gift to the universe. Because it wasn't easy for them to come here. But as souls, they must have wanted to be yeah. on this plane so much. They have to be great, yeah. is what we keep on telling them. You have to, because it weren't easy for you to get here. I feel sorry for them. The pressure is on, man. Well, yeah. that, 
the pressure is on for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. They they wanted to be here, so their souls are gonna wanna fly. We we don't have to do too much. We just have to be good parents and ensure that they don't need too much therapy. They're gonna need some therapy. Of course. That will be a title of our book. (laughs) (laughs) As much as we try, they probably are gonna need need some some therapy. therapy. But yes. So thank you. This, this this was good. Yeah. I, I probably like I keep on saying I I do need to spend some time with a therapist. There's a yeah. few bits and pieces in there. I'm reasonably sane, but I could probably be a lot better do with some help. It. Yeah. 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 Huh? So th- we may do a a podcast on that soon. About therapy. Nana does therapy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Couples therapy would be cool. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we definitely, once we finished the uh, five love languages. Yeah. I how's started. How's it going? I don't know what my love language is, so. Did you not do the test? I don't believe the test. I think it just was Just do the test. I did the test. I just don't think it was right. What what, what did it come up The with? service one. No, I think that's right. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we'll do a podcast yes, on this. Think, that will be our yeah. next Just yeah. Us. So just just to quickly wrap up. So we're both reading um, the five love languages at the moment. Yeah. Um, and we will we we'll will report back. Pardon? We'll do a Just Us. That yeah, we'll do a ju- yeah we'll do a Just Us on that on on our feedback from that. I've already done mine. Um, you did a, your test. Yeah, I've okay. sent that to you ages ago. Your result? Yes. Okay. Awkward. Do you want me to send it again? Yes, please. Even though I sent it two days ago when I sent the link as well. You sent me the test. And I sent you a screenshot. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I apologise. I apologise. And on that note. We are Audi. See you later. See you next week. Yeah. yeah. He, no, hear us next week. Hear us. Or... Or just listen back to any of the other podcasts yes. if you haven't already. Yes. Um, please subscribe. Please share. Um, and yeah. Thank Send you. us topics as well that you'd like yes. us to discuss. Or um, if you want to be on the podcast with us as well, course, please. Yeah. We are always looking for guests because it can't all be just us. Because that would be dry. Yeah. We don't have much more. No. So yeah. yeah, please come on, have a chat with us. Yeah send us your suggestions of what you'd like us to talk about and then i will always have prosecco for you and some chicken and some chicken and gin yes we're alcoholics all right au revoir see you later arrivederci hasta luego bon voyage and yeah bye bye